This is it's my show, but not my show. Yeah, this is Active FM. This is my show, but not my show with my man Musa. I myself Rwando. Welcome to my show, and um, well, not my show. <laughs> I am the blues man, and I'm from Johannesburg. And yeah, I hope you get blessed by the show. Yeah, we'll be talking about interesting stuff today, and yeah. I hope you enjoy. Thank you. We are from Johannesburg in South Africa, from the South. This is where we do life. This is where, you know, we live our lives. Very exciting. Even though we're still in the lockdown, say like stage three, and you know, there are so many, you know, regulations that we have to comply with. But at the end of the day, we have to keep safe, you know, and just to encourage you there. And the good thing is that, you know, we are still living, we are still dreaming, we still have life, we are still excited and here we are just to encourage you wherever you find yourself as the active FM, you know, and we giving you the word of God. This is a place to be where you get inspired, this is a place to be where you get moved and, and be lifted up high, be encouraged by the word of God because that's what you need in life, that's what I need. I need to know that there's someone who cares about me, I need to know that I'm not alone, I need to know that there is strength that is available from above. I need to know that there's someone who died for me so much that he, 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 he loved me so much that he died for me, that's what I'm trying to say. So myself and Musa, we're looking at something that's very amazing and you can it, it includes you know our childhood growing up and being you know young and doing some mistakes you know uh, uh not agreeing with our parents doing things in secrets and all that and the, the, the what we asking is was it really that bad that's actually the topic was it really that bad or when now you old and you look back and i mean what do you say? What do you say about the things that your parents taught you? About the things that, you know, your, your parents showed you, how they raised you? And I know there were some, like, you know, small beatings on your, on your palm because normally in children's church, where we are in, in church, we normally say, you know, pow pow or naughty corner. And there were those moments. And, but what was actually, you know, the, the biggest thing that you, you, you never used to like? When you were there, you were still young, and your, ma your mother maybe used to say, you know, hey, why are you late? Why did you come back home late? Or why didn't you actually pack up your toys? What was it? <laughs> you know, and I had that, you know, in a, in a different way because I grew up in rural areas. And it was very, very, obviously, more and more being developed and, and people actually, you know, uh, start having this, you know, urbanization life that we actually see in cities but when I was still young there life was, was was really different and we made cars out of you know those wires your fence wires we made cars out of there was so much creativity you know what I'm saying and uh, we just needed guidance as we grow and I feel like you know most young people they so creative when they're still young but as they grow up they actually lose their creativity because most of the times they don't actually have the right right direction specific maybe people coming from you know broken backgrounds and, and that's where the problem is but I can actually remember when we were still young and the things that we used to do we used to do we, we were never bored we did everything to make life you know fun out of ourselves and that was actually interesting we made cars out of clay that was good <laughs> 
We made cars, we, we used to fight with sticks. Anyway, life was kind of rough there. We used to, you know, most of the guys now, you look in, in cities, man, PlayStation, there, they're playing soccer. We used to make, you know, soccer balls out of plastics. And it would be so nice. The game will be so intense. We will be sweating and we enjoying this thing. And you know, when you're going home, you can't wait until tomorrow because you want, you want to play. So life was actually fun. You know, we <laughs> many things. Now I'm thinking about, you know, background. I wonder, Musa, how, how, how was your background? Because I think about moments where we will actually go over a cliff. We want this sliding thing that you will slide into the river because we used to swim in the rivers. We didn't have swimming pools. You know what I'm saying? And especially when we didn't swim in, in winter, but the summer, wow, was actually the greatest, you know, a season for our lives because all the time we would be swimming. You know what I, It's like we, we were happy. We never lacked anything. You know, there was so much creativity. There was so much thinking, you know, making our lives, you know, uh, be something that we appreciate. But I've actually seen how we have grown up, like your know, people I grew up with, and, and, and it's rough. But you know, I'm just speaking about our creativity. When we were still young, and it was amazing, we used to watch Rams when they fight, man. You, we, we used to watch, you know, your ox when they fight, man, and that thing was just interesting. You know what I'm saying? That was a wild life, you know, when we, we over the mountains, we hunting. I used to do that, and we, we see a snake, we kill a snake, so stuff like that. We care. <laughs> Some of the things we did were crazy. You know what I'm saying? And we were so passionate about life. We were so excited about life, but one of the things I've also seen is life in, in, in cities, especially young people, what happens is that they're they passionate, they have this energy, they're excited. You know what I'm saying? You have small guys, they're playing toys, they have bicycles, guys meeting, you know, doing stuff. But you know, when we, we, we grow old, we, we sort of lose that creativity. You know what I'm saying? And now bringing, I believe, this is what I believe, you know, when, when we and look, we, we're facing two different, you know, societies. Specific where I come from, or let me not even say where I come from, where I am and looking people who are living around me, is that you have a society that has, you know, kids that are growing up with their parents, uh, without their parents, either with their mother, and their mother always gets, you know, drunk, stuff like that. And it's the reality that, you know, we're going through as people. Most of us are, I mean, how, if you know the background of, of our our country, South Africa, and we have a man called Mandela, Nelson Mandela. In fact, I'll tell you, that name, uh, 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 Nelson, actually came from a teacher uh, uh, um, that was from the Methodist Church. So Mandela was actually educated by the church. And it doesn't seem like, you know, um, like that in our days since our nation has freedom and, you know, glory is not given to the church, you know and the church doesn't have a voice specific in, in our country but it's amazing how many people go to church and we are the people and the reason why we have i don't know why i'm talking about this but the reason why we have a government there is so that on top is so that you know at the end of the day they meet their needs our needs you know what i'm saying but you know we feel like you know we don't have a voice but my point is we live in a society that's broken 
looking at our at the history of our nation and what you're looking at is uh, um broken black families they don't have structure stuff like that i mean most people are raised by their grandmothers because parents are to come to Joburg and uh, or, or or the fathers are to leave you know home and come to Joburg to look for for for, for jobs stuff like that so it's actually part of, of 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 you know the problem that we have so you have the majority of young people you know growing up and uh, with their without their parents but at the same time you also have now these uh, guys who are old but they live with their fathers because their fathers had to come to Joburg, you know, to look for jobs. And what is the problem with that? Is that now these young men, now they are old, they grew up with their fathers. They don't know how to be men. They don't know how to, you know, uh, 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 to take care of the family. They just impregnate and then they leave. Do you know what, what I'm saying? Why? Because they lived without their fathers. They were never showed. They were never formed by their fathers to be the fathers. So we have the problem that we're facing. But at the same time, we have also, you know, our families that have, uh, uh, um, I can say those are privileged kids. It's, it's not about the matter that, about the matter of, uh, these families are doing well in terms of their the, the household economy, they have enough cash. But it's just a matter of that, you know, the father is there, the mother is there, and the father loves the mother, and the mother loves the father, and that actually caters, it's actually the love that caters the children, so they grow up with the right support, you know what I'm saying? And there are families like that and those kids I can actually call them privileged at the end of the day we can also see that there are kids who are like that but at the same time they really really uh, uh, don't pay so much attention to what they have because they don't realize what they have you know what I'm saying and um, but somehow somewhere someone has spoken to your life I believe either you, you grew up with a, a single parent someone has spoken to your life and you know the things your creativity that you used to have when you were still young and that's why now i can actually say was it really that bad like i was adopted many times but i can tell you one thing those people that helped me they actually spoke to my life you know what i'm saying and there is something because what you need is that you can't lose that dream those dreams of you do you understand those dreams that you used to have when you were still young and used to dream of big things but because now you lose direction life becomes about parties and all that why why do you come out why do you end up you know losing that passion for life why do you end up losing that creativity for life your dreams and all that why because there is no teaching that gives you direction to the right or the fulfillment of your dream. Do you understand what I'm saying? There is no teaching that sustains you in the passion that you used to have when you were still young for what? For life. You get what I'm saying? So the most important thing, is there anything that you can look back at? Is there any command that your parents gave you? And I mean, if you listen to them, they would actually build you. They will actually build you. Maybe you're the person who's like, I don't know what to do, what to do. I don't know what to, you know where to go. I don't know how to change everything. Maybe you should go back to those teachings that you were given. Maybe by any person who who saw that you were struggling and you need guidance and they spoke to your life. And the most important thing is that you gotta listen and you gotta tell yourself that you know I'm listening to what to the right person and I have the right direction. So if you look at the book of Proverbs. 
chapter 7 verse 20 says young men obey your father and your mother take to heart all of their advice keep in mind everything they tell you so the bible actually tells us you know to obey now you have grown old because when you were young i mean you know you didn't have a choice you knew that you were going to get the beating and was it that bad <laughs> what didn't you like what was the, the the worst thing that you used to do and whenever you did that that thing made you to get a beating every day was it that bad? I mean, when you look at that, do you think your parent was actually right? How that has actually shaped you? How is, is that formed you? Do you understand what I'm saying? Would you do the same for your children? You know what I'm saying? Or do you want your children, you know, to, to face, you know, a, a, a life that they don't have to face? The hardships that other people, they, they face either because of, 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 of their of their parents or lack of parents or of their disobedience towards their parents. You know what I'm saying? What is this that you really didn't like? Like you look at it like, yo, this was actually bad, you know? And um, now that you're old, you used to listen because you knew that they, you, you were gonna be smacked on the bum, but now there you are, you're old. Do you still listen? Do you still, you know, comply with those rules? You know, in the lockdown, you're complying to the rules that we are given. But I mean, do you still comply into your parents, you know, rules, even though they're not there? Do you still? I can actually give you a testimony. So, one of my mothers, as I said, I was adopted many times, but one of my mothers, and I mean, she gave it all. And um, to be honest, when I was young, I was still in high school, I really didn't like stuff that she used to tell me, you know, you can't put a pot in the fridge. Like, wow, yo, that too much, you know, instructions. You know, you can't, <laughs> you can't wash dishes with, uh, uh, a uh, 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 cold water or it's just put you know the dishes in the sink and what you do now you actually start pouring cold water or hot water so the first thing you need to do is to mix the water and know that it's fine so that you know the, the plates and the glasses they don't break and this is how you actually hang your clothes stuff like that I'm thinking yo you much instructions you know what I'm saying? This is how you clean. This is how you look. This is how you sit. Come on, man. This is really stressing me. That means I can't have freedom. <laughs> but to be honest, here I am, and I'm old, and I find those things fascinating. And like, wow, you know, these are the things that shaped me, that now as I grow and I realize how much she was right, how much she was actually shaping me to be a man, you know, to think and be a person who's organized, not always seem like, you know, a clumsy person who's not organized, not looking after himself, stuff like that, you know, who's lazy, the way he's walking, you can see this guy is really bored with his life. And she was actually helping me, building me. And you know, that was the greatest thing, you know, telling you to study and like, yo, I want to watch a movie, stuff like that. So. Yeah, that, that is me. The Bible as the Bible says, you know, young men obey your father and your and your mother. Take to heart all their advice. Keep in mind everything they tell you. Now we actually see that Jesus from the young age he actually obeyed his parents. You know, when Jesus just disappeared and they find him in the temple. But the Bible says, you know, Jesus actually uh, obeyed his parents so he submitted to his parents you know and and that's i believe that's actually the good example you know what i'm saying and end of the day you will always be a child even though you have a, a a big beard and you are a grown man to god you will always be a child you know what i'm saying and sometimes you know we 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 always see the problems but we really 
not worried about the basics, about being accurate and, 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 and abiding in the basics. You know what I'm saying? And that's the most important thing that we need to do. Okay, so things that I was told at a young age that didn't make sense at the time and uh, started to make sense as life got, yeah, as life started going along. Um, yeah, it's an interesting topic today. Um, yeah, but it wasn't, yeah, I wasn't really told a lot in my, in my young age because I wasn't the, the one to be around people, you know. I was always alone. I loved being alone. I didn't like being with friends, anyone. I enjoyed my own company, but when I was naughty, there was obviously things that, yeah, I was told. Yeah, some things that at the time offended me. But um, as, as I started growing, I started seeing that, you know, there's so, some things are actually told to you at the time because you need to hear it and it will help you, even though you don't like it. So I, was, I remember being called, uh, I, was shouting, <laughs> I was shouting at her once upon a time and I'm, I'm talking like I'm in Disney once upon a time. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I was shouting at once upon a time and uh, I was told that I'm, 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 I'm acting like the devil's kid. At the time I was so offended, I answered to yo, call cops and everywhere. Okay, not I didn't go that far, but in my head I already painted a picture of what I could do and all it, it was strange. I, yeah, you know when you already you, you know you did something wrong and you you're going home now and then um as soon as you get home you know it's gonna go down. So on your way to the house there you're busy planning, now nah, I must say this, now nah, I must say this, now nah, they can't find that now nah, I need to say this, I need to say it. nah yes I was planning all those stuff yeah. until I got to the corner I'm like I it's tough. And back then we used to say chai. So chai means it's 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 over, you know, it's done. So yeah, I'm busy telling myself, I know it's chai, I it's chai. The whole time I'm saying it's chai, meaning um it's done, like yo, I'm finished now. It's it's like um it's it's like a slang word that, that me and my friends use. So, so it was like yo, it's finished now. And then I got home and then uh I, I plotted a lie. I said a lie, I was lying about what really happened at the school at, at the time. So I said a lie, and then when I said the lie, not knowing my grand already knows like the like the truth. <laughs> she knew the truth already, so it was it was uh, but yeah, so she she was busy calling me, I'm a, you're a liar, you this, you that, you that, you that. And then at the end of that conversation she ended like, you know what? People who lie are the devil's children. Yes, the could have the, the 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 offense that was in my head. And I was like, yo, imagine you calling me a devil child. I'm busy walking away mumbling doesn't know what I'm saying, but I'm busy mumbling They are walking away, but yeah, it was it was very it was very funny. Um at the time no, I didn't see it as funny but yeah, as time gone on, I started coming to the church I'm at now, the active church. I started going, I started going. And uh, there's one thing I, I found out during the preachings. <laughs> the, 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 I don't know if it was the pastor or it was someone else who was who preaching on the stage, but that person said, um, he, he was quoting from the Bible, <laughs> saying something about the um, liars are, are, the devil, are the devil's children and all of those stuff. Um, I'll, I'll look for that verse for you. But... You could, you can imagine the feeling. I just got right there. I'm like, yo. <laughs> so, so it it made sense, but at the time it didn't make sense. She wasn't literally calling me. That what she was basically doing is, if if I'm gonna be, um, if I'm gonna carry on with the lies and all of those stuff, that's um, yeah, it means I'm the devil's child, you know. 
because I'm doing what he does. That's basically it. I'm doing what he does. So uh, yeah, it was some some things are like what like let me let me give an example. Like for example, I think wait, I think I found the verse Acts 13 verse 10. I think it says, "You are a child of the devil and an enemy of everything that is right. You are full of k- kinds of deceits and trickery." Will you never stop perverting the, the right ways of the Lord? Okay, so basically, let me read that out loud. It says, um, "You are the child of the, you are the child of the devil and enemy of, of everything that is right. You are full of all kinds of deceit and trickery. Will you never stop uh, perverting the right ways of the Lord?" So basically, you not doing God's stuff is you obeying the devil. You see. So you may not know it now that I'm, the de- I'm, I'm being the devil's child right now. You may not know now that you follow him, but you need to watch the things you do. That's why it's important to always have a relationship with God because I don't know if you had that feeling before when you're about to do something wrong and then there's that voice telling you, I shouldn't do this, should I do this? Should I? No, I shouldn't do this. And then you, like like normally human instinct, you think, okay, you know what, I'm, I'm doing this because... Uh, no, no, human instinct will be like, why am I talking to myself? I am doubting, I'm doubting, not knowing. It's actually the spirit speaking to you. Always it happens because if it was yourself, you'd probably like pump yourself up, you know, because human nature, we think what we do is right. What we do, we don't want to be told or something to, you know, we think what we do is right. So if it was us, we would probably say, I need to do this now. Sooner the better, sooner the better. Instead of telling ourselves, no, nah, I shouldn't do this. This is not right. You can't do this. What the, you know, you understand what I'm saying. So that's like the the, the spirit talking to you, um, and and things. I also see an example in kids and parents too. I was watching a series. I think it was last week or the week before. I forgot now. I don't really have time to watch a lot of series in it. But when I was watching it, it was around that night, and then I was watching it. Um, so there was a scenario where the guy didn't like his parent, his mom. Because he feels his mom neglected him. He feels that his mom neglected him by sending him away. Because what happened, the mom sent this child away. Sent this child away from the family. And uh, yeah, they just sent him away for good because he rebelled and all of that. So now they, they meet up once again when the son is much older now. And he's running his own life. He has his own business and then Yeah, so... <laughs> what happens is he meets her again and then he's angry, he's furious, eh? He's busy telling her you neglected me and all of these things and all of these things he's seeing in his perspective, you understand? So he's neglecting, he's always busy shouting, he's busy, yo, he was upset, he was very upset. And then the mom replied by saying, do you think what I did was to hurt you or to, to get you out? Do you think it was easy for me to get you out of this family? Then she further explained, saying, if you stayed in this family, because this family stays in China, if you stayed in this family, they were going to probably kill you because you were my third born and all of those stuff. So I sent you away so you can still live and have a life. I sent you away. It wasn't easy and that, you know, but we don't look at that in that. We don't look at situations like that at that kind of perspective. We don't have like we, we don't look at it in that way. Some things your parents do now or... Yeah, some things your parents do now, and if you're a parent, you'd probably understand. There's things you'll say now that your kid doesn't like, but you know down the line, hey, it's going to help them for good. For example, you know the saying where they say you can bend a tree when it's, you can't bend a tree when it's old, you can only bend it when it's young. 
yeah that, I, I, I don't really fully believe that but i believe yeah the, the root you can't bend that's what i believe wherever the child was rooted you can't you can't move that so let me give an example um with the child so if you root this child to always um stick to okay let me let me give something not really serious but something uh something that will work out so i give this, my child a ring uh, just for example lack of example purposes i give my child a ring i tell him this ring must always i tell her because i'm the daughter yeah anyway i tell her to take this to keep this ring on her finger at all times she mustn't take it out now i'm telling her when she's like three years old two years old i'm telling her every day when she wakes up every day when she wakes up once she gets to a teenagers uh, like uh, where she can finally make decisions and all that that she thinks are true do you really think it will be easy for her to take that ring out when she was told every single day when she was young no it won't be you see that's exactly my point i'm trying to make you the parents are doing things when you're young knowing in the future what's what's benefit to that for example if you're telling your daughter to always save every day so you give her pocket money well let me say my daughter let's talk about my daughter i don't have one but you know yeah just for yeah anyway so uh, i have like uh, five rand. i give my daughter five rand and then i tell her spend three rand and save two rand every day i tell her that now one day when she, she she's older she'll have saving programmed in her mind because of she won't like it sometimes she'll fight with you because she'll want uh, um i want to buy that shoe i want to do this 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 i don't have enough but you still tell her look save that money what happens in the future to her now she has a lot of money because i mean saving two rand every day eventually will become a lot of money you know um, but you, you you can see the point i'm trying to make is sometimes things that they tell you now like telling you not to swear not to um uh, talk rudely not have respect when you're at a table things like that in the future i mean right now you want to eat like a pig or something because you're very hungry or you just want to say what you feel you just ah, i don't like you. hey you i don't like you do you understand what i'm saying but now if you look at it in future perspectives how do you think that you will be how how long do you think you lost when you're in a job with that kind of attitude so i just encourage that um, we don't fight whatever our authorities are saying to us because their authority they they know more than us that's why they placed there that's why god placed them there i say we need to obey and we need to listen to whatever they tell us so i'm gonna hand over to london now i hope you know yeah i hope you you received what i spoke what i was speaking about and yes yeah have a good one we have come to the end of the show and we want to give you an opportunity to accept jesus christ as your lord and savior because you know deep in your heart that there's something that's missing you know you're always empty and you feel like within you though your parents are there though you know your friends your family members are there but guess what you still feel empty you still feel like you're not fulfilled you know you have been living your life and i remember you know we're praying for this old lady in the hospital and guess what and one thing that she was aiming to see was actually god because i mean it was the end days of her life she was very old you know what i'm saying and at the same time you pray for other people all people but they still not fulfilled they, they they empty which means there's only one person that can fulfill you and that's actually god through jesus and this is an opportunity to actually bring or bring yourself you know when we read about the prodigal son when the son decided that i'm going home i'm going to my father and you can make the same decision because you're afraid to say you know i'm going back home because i 
want my father's love. I want to be loved. I want to be, you know, uh, uh, um, someone. I don't want to be someone who's there and, and poor. Yeah, I, I don't want to be someone who's nobody. You know, when you have God within yourself, you're not going to be nobody because you are the child of the Most High. And this is an opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior to say, God, I want you to come into my life. So you can pray this prayer and say, Dear Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I give you my life. I thank you, God, for your greatness. I thank you, God, for your love. Lord, welcome me with open arms because I am running to you. I'm giving you my life. I accept you as my Lord and Savior with all my heart. I, I, I believe with all my mouth. I confess that you are the Son of God. You were raised from the dead, taken to heaven. And right now you are seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding for me. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Don't forget to visit our website www.activefm.co.za Our Facebook page forward slash at activefm777 Our Instagram page at activefm777 And also our Twitter active fm you can catch us um if you enjoyed the show you can contact us you can catch us on active fm on instagram at active fm triple seven that's my favorite um yeah that's what i like you know i'm an instagram person but you can also catch us on um tiktok at active fm you can catch us on facebook active fm and yeah just contact us and yeah we'll get back to you and yes yeah have a good one active fm radio has never been better